You are listening to the Source Connection Podcast, an ongoing invitation to remember your true infinite nature and embody your unique human expression. By holding space for the kind of conversations that uplift, inform, and unite us, we are here to amplify the field of possibilities and explore the keys to creating the new. Hosted by Liz B. and Tara Long. For more, check out thesourceconnection.us, Spotify, Odyssey, and YouTube. Hi, everyone. We're back. You're back. Welcome. <laughs> Let's take a moment to just be together. If available to you, close your eyes and start connecting with your other senses. Feel the ground, the chair, the couch, the grass you're sitting in, lying in. Just start noticing how it feels. Feeling that support. You start noticing the sounds around you. Tapping into the sound of your own breath. Notice where your hands are resting. How does it feel? What you're touching? Can you taste the sweetness or the bitterness of this moment? And since our eyes are closed, let's just tap three times at the point between your brows. And just <clears throat> connect and activate your other eye.
And just take this last moment to notice what comes alive when your eye windows are closed. Let's inhale deeply and chant a long OM on the exhale. Let's inhale, exhale. back. Welcome to yourself. Mm. Thank you, sister. Mm -hmm. That made me feel when I touched my, the in acupuncture, the acupuncture point there is called yin tong. And I was like, that's one of my favorite points. It's always been one of my favorite points to receive and also to give, you know, it's just, Oh, I just love it. So, and I'm like, oh, I can do that on myself. Hello, yeah. I have needles. <laughs> it's quite not quite the same, but you know what I mean? It's like, what is it called? Yin, yin, yin tong. Yin tong. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yin and tong. Yin tong. So, you look at if you see what Tara is doing right there, you can do that to literally mm-hmm. lift the veil. You can start your day by doing that if yeah. you choose. That will start to first create that awareness right of that there's more than what you can see with your eyes and um second it's just a little ritual that you can take um to connect with yeah connect with yourself oh open that third um so (laughs) before we started our episode i came and talked to liz i have a little gripe (laughs) a fashion gripe I was like, why are these mom jeans still around? Like, I feel like it's been years. <laughs> I feel like, and I made a comment. I'm like, it's worse than the 80s because I'm a child of 80s. And so is Liz. <laughs> you remember the 80s, if you were around in the 80s, like the stonewashed jeans with the pleats at the top and then the bottom, we pin it, roll it and pin it so it stays tight. And then oh man, I'm like, what were we thinking? And now I find myself in the same quant- like situation or curiosity. Like, what are we thinking guys? Like these mom jeans come up to your, like, you know, practically to your boobs. <laughs> it just makes everybody's butt look so weird. It's just Excuse so weird. Hmm? I think I be good in mom's jeans and it depends on the mom's jeans. And I love that it comes up and we used to call them center breasts when we were young because they come up so high. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, center breasts. Yeah, that's good. And, that's um, good. As as a mother, it feels really good to have your 
womb and like where area mm. like just all like embraced by that mm. and um, but it depends on the physical body that's holding the genes because things can look a certain way or another way right and also the embodiment of that like how are you feeling with yourself when you put something on and what does what does that what kind of expression does that create right yeah. um so yeah and are you doing it just because it's the trend and it's the thing to do like i am not i am not um Trendy. joining in the what's that no go ahead i interrupted you go ahead yeah, no no i was just saying i'm you know, I really say this, you know, jokingly, because I don't care what people do. It just doesn't, I just in my experience, most <laughs> of the people I see wearing mom jeans, I'm like, that's not a flattering look for you. Like, I don't, I feel like not that many people can get away with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, pull it off. I mean, of course, everybody's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that goes without saying. Anyway, and and this opens us up to the conversation like I myself am not participating in the mom jean trend because I don't like having my midsection like totally it feels stifling to me like it feels like oh I want to breathe you know I want my stomach to breathe kind of thing um yeah anyway so that brings us to you know our curiosity today about um you know fitting in this this need, this human desire that we have to belong, mm-hmm. to have tribe, to fit in, you know, mm-hmm. and how far mm-hmm. we may have gone in our lives or might go to, <laughs> to fit in. And I, and I know, of course, when I was a kid, when you're a kid, it's really strong, right? When you're in school and things like that. And you go to a school, like, you know, a lot of these days, kids are a lot of kids, a lot more kids are homeschooled. But back then it was almost you know it was just very rare mm-hmm. um so yeah in school you know is really where you sort of learn all these things and have all these traumas <laughs> like, I, yeah I will say that I went to a school where you had to wear a uniform ah okay yeah so that's that different more um homogenizing like it, it's even homogenized more, yeah yeah like you're all the same right it, you're just the thing you're just <laughs> Thing that comes in and out, just how many do we have? Like there's <laughs> individuality. In it. Yeah. Yeah. I find it quite amazing to like look back and see that. And still, there's something inside of us that did not conform to the programming. Like we were like completely inundated in it. We were a part of it at, at different levels yeah. for different reasons and at different times. I remember my teenage years when grunge was really popular. And man, I lived in one of the hottest cities in Brazil, right? And I wore a flannel shirt around what? my waist. It was fucking cool. It was. It was fucking cool. I did the same thing. Well, I lived in a cold place. A cold place. I'm like, there's no reason yeah. for me to ever put that on. It's Even when it's, I grew up, it's like... The, the, a little stronger if it rains you know but it's yeah, not yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. um and just observing yeah. that being able to look back and, and noticing like that, that that need to fit in like I needed to fit into something in the popular culture at the time I did not recognize myself that because we both have the rebel gene right we're like oh, yeah the wild mare and so yeah it's just like I that, that's not I don't fit in that you know, and 
rock and roll was like my, my, like rebellion. my rebellion. And also it's interesting at that time, I wasn't thinking about that, but within that group that felt like it was not the mainstream group, you still want to fit in. You still want to be a That's part right. of it. There's that you have to yeah, be identified some, somehow by yeah. the way you look or what you mm-hmm. say or things that you eat or the hair, whatever it is, right? Yep. This deep need to belonging. And I think that with the times that we're experiencing now, one of the greatest things is that it broke down the barriers of like culture and social class and everything. And we find each other belonging with the ones that we really always have always belonged. Yes. Yes. But maybe we didn't know each other and we didn't because life was different for everybody. And I find myself, and you probably have the same experience in gatherings and things. And we're like, whoa, it's every race, every like age and social class and different backgrounds. And it's just fascinating to me. So beautiful. It broke down all those barriers and, and it broke down a lot of, uh, you know, not all, in some instances, it broke down like ego, you know, of yeah. like I, an identification to a certain, and I don't mean ego, I'm not even saying in a bad way, just the ego of like, oh, I am this, I am that, I am, you I'm know, not that. yes, yeah, it got us, you know, it gave us the opportunity to really experience each other in a new way. Um, and then it also showed us the, the very, very deep um, conditioning that people still have to want to belong and fit in and go along with what everyone else is doing. I do that in quotes, you know, because that was the story, right? Everyone's doing it. So even though that wasn't true. (laughs) Yeah. It's never true. It's never true. It's never true. Yeah. So true. And, and with that need, then I think because of like, maybe our lives are so much more, are so much more less private in a way because most people have a social media account and they kind of have a presence in whatever way, shape or form. Then we, we have this phenomena of like signaling right to each other. Mm -hmm. Like I'm doing the thing that we're supposed to do. Yeah. Right. 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 You know, and it's peace signs and like, Hey, look at me. Did you do it? I did it. Yeah. Are you doing it? If you don't do it, you're one of those. And then then the, the labeling and like we are imprisoning each other in this places and um, not really seeing our complexity and our humanness and like you know the paradoxes that we all coexist in I have a question for you um and this is something I know we've talked about a lot and I've explored a lot over these past three years what do you feel what do you feel um is the thing that makes someone go for that versus not or is of course there's not one thing but what is your feeling about it like when you especially when like for me you know I see you know friends and colleagues and who were very aligned in so many ways you know spiritual and same spiritual communities or you know all of this and I was shot and I had some moments of shock, like, wow, what you, you know, wow, really? Okay. You know, and just, so for you, what is your experience? What do you, what do you think's going on there? Hmm. I will speak my, um, 
disbelief of the culture I grew in. I was talking about rock and roll, right? And being like rebelling. We're just not the status quo. That's how I felt. And I felt in order to like that music, and it was more than just rock and roll, but alternative music, things that were not mainstream, you had a certain disdain or um, a certain like, just disdain is not the right word. You had a certain like thing about you that made you go like, what? For certain things. Just you, you're just you question things, and you're just kind of like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Why are you telling me to do that? There was a, um, a contrarian spirit to things. Yeah. Me, that was my experience, and I, mm-hmm. I thought everyone else had that same experience. Mm-hmm. And then 2020 to find out, no, like you know. And the the biggest example for me that I can pinpoint to this is. Rage against the machine, requiring people to undergo a medical procedure to go rage against the machine. (laughs) uh, Wait, what? Yeah, like not ironic at all. No sense at all. And so, I don't know if I have an answer to what I think it is. Is it a seed that we have in our souls? Is it because we come from an experience, this timeless experience, where we've had other experiences and we may have been having at the same time. And we're like, all right, guys, we're going down there. We're going to do something about it. Like we're going to assist. (laughs) We need to like, are we here to showcase this seed of possibility, right? In this freedom in your soul that it's aligned with much more than the world of phenomena. And that it enlivens in you this deeper rooting and grounding into something that it's easier just to kind of see through. Is it you? Some maybe some people will say, or oh, maybe older souls that are just like, oh, I've done that before. I've never yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I don't know if I have an answer. But yeah, no. Yeah, I'm curious. And just a great contemplation for everybody, yeah. right? Because I, I still, every now and again, catch myself just you know noticing and going, huh. Well, like yesterday, we're walking through a parking lot and there's people masked. And I'm like, mm. huh. it's, it's like through almost three years <laughs> and you still believe like it was just it. my mind sometimes cannot comprehend. And there's no juxtaposition of like just the moment. I'm just kind of like, what? Yeah. Like, so like, you know, just no recognition. I guess it's the best way to describe of the moment. And I'm just kind of like totally taken back by just like all of that that we talked about, like that inner knowing and just everything and just very real and human. And I'm air quoting here of just like, what is that about? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So it's, it's quite the time. And you mentioned like, easier to recognize each other right and that's how we came together yeah it is and um there was an event happening and I wanted to know who was organizing the event they pointed me out to two people who had asked the same question maybe you can connect with these people and so Tara and I I messaged those two people one I never heard back and then Tara was like oh yeah I want to do it maybe we can get together and I remember like when we first, she was like, oh, you can come to um, my house and this and that. And I went 
and you get there and it was such a inflamed time that it was like, how do you even behave with somebody? Right. And what do you talk about? How far can you go? Like, how deep do you go with somebody? Because we were organizing an event in like October, 2020, like yeah. every it's right away. Yeah. Yeah. But the event we were organizing, organizing was the thank you body yes. by Sayer G and Kelly Brogan yeah. at the time. So I think we had an understanding that we were on the same page, but I do remember when you came, cause I was living in this little like cottage in Venice behind my friend's house. And I came out, you know, opened the gate and you were there and it was almost like, are we hugging? Are we, are you okay to hug? Am I? Yeah, I'm okay. And we were both like, yeah, 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 of course. And so we hugged. <laughs> remember you wore this cute little hat and then, um, we went back into to my place and I remember it didn't take us long to figure out where each other was, but we talked for three hours. Do you remember that? And, and we were like, we could just go on. And we were just like, oh my God, we're sisters. And like, that was, yeah. it. It was so beautiful. Oh but yeah, totally. That, that moment of just like, okay. Cause <laughs> it was that time where my God, dare you sneeze in a grocery store. Mm. Like they're going to call the hazmat suit people. Like it was like, it was that intense. Right. Right? I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't have like tasers in the store to like taser you. She got to get her. Come on. It's yeah. It's so funny. We're talking about this because the other day we were somewhere, somebody sneezed and I, I remember I went like, I literally went like this. Like here we are. And like nobody is going, you know. <laughs> it's so funny because every every once in a while, I'm in East Tennessee, and there's not a lot of people mass master on here. But every you know, there are every once in a while in the grocery store, I'll see someone or whatever. And I always have this reaction when I see someone in a mask. It's just a natural thing my body does. I take this big deep breath, and I walk by them usually like with this big exhale. <laughs> And I don't, it's not like a, like, I'm trying to be nasty. I'm just like, oh. I need to breathe because I see you stifling yeah. your breath. And it's almost like I'm breathing for you or something. Like I want to breathe for you because I look at you and I, I just go, yeah. Like, oh my God, I, I want to breathe. I want you to breathe. Can I, you know, mm -hmm. I also had an experience in 2020 where somebody invited me to do a live, a yoga teacher in Brazil. And we were doing the live and she said, I don't even remember how we went into that, but she talked about, I was at the grocery store and this woman came and she told me to take the mask off my kid's face, take it, take the mask off my face and this and that. And how dare her, I, I, I'm doing the right thing and I'm protecting people. And I started to get like all activated. And I was just like, well, I guess two things. First, maybe her approach was not the best approach to sure. the way talk to you and all of that. And, um, and then I said, and second, I also believe that you should breathe freely and everyone should breathe freely. <laughs> yeah. Right. There was that moment of just like, eh. right. She handled it pretty well. I handled it well. And she actually messaged me later and she said, I'm so grateful. We had that conversation. I have a lot to think about. Mm. I don't know what happened since then, but it, yeah. it was so, and just see how sometimes we feel like there isn't a place to have different opinions about things. Mm -hmm. But guys, we've been having different opinions since the world has been the world. And so right. Right. how do we 
get to this point where we can't hear each other. It used to be that we would get information, we would get insights from the people that we were closest with, from our neighbors, right? You would hear it and go, oh my God, did you hear about this? No, tell me more. And there was a curiosity, there was a um, an exploration that could be um, ignited through that. And I think because of the way everything was handled and the fact that it was a life-threatening situation, and I'm air quoting here, yeah. everybody put their guard up to a certain extent. And we still see people who are very guarded because they fear their lives when, guess what? No one's getting out of this alive, (laughs) you know, and um, because we've collected, and that's another conversation which we've had, we've collectively agreed that we die, whatever. Um, And so how far do you go to protect your life to the point that you are actually not living it? And it's the choice. We, well, we've seen how far people will go, you know, and we've seen, we've seen the underbelly of you yeah. know, the fear that what caught, what happens when people are in that state, that heightened state of fear. I mean, they do, they're irrational. They do things they normally wouldn't do, say things they normally wouldn't say unkind, you know, all of these things to people that you love dearly, that you've loved your whole life, that are fit that you've known your whole life that are your family that are your dear friends and we've all seen it so you know I think never have there been more um never has there been more opportunity to ask these deep questions of ourselves and of each other like never has there been more opportunity to be like wait a minute what's going on here and to think for ourselves and to think critically and whew, yeah and where do we find ourselves after all it's said and done, right? Because yeah. we've talked about how do we bridge all yeah. of what happened and how do we now relate with possibly very different views of the world, very different yeah. experiences of the world yeah. with the bonds of affection that are still relevant and um, yeah. very real for us. Yeah. And there's, to me, you know, three years in, um, at feel at the very beginning, there was a lot of different, of course, emotions and things coming up, and and I had this feeling the other day of of anger, and that's not an emotion that I experience authentically a lot. It's just it's just not one that that comes through me very often. But I had this moment. This was a few weeks ago, um, and you know, everybody's talking about bridging. We got a bridge. We got a bridge with all the people, you know, who are you know on different quote unquote sides or whatever. And I'm like, of course, we're united in that we're all souls and we're all valuable. And you know, that's never going to change. There's, there's, there's. That's never going to. That's not what anybody's talking about. Well, not what I'm talking about. Um, but this bridging, I ask myself now: we can bridge with our hearts and we can love each other. That's that's not going away. Um, but can there be a bridge, you know, for two people, if there's one party that's unwilling, you know, that's one, you know, maybe not in in that instance. And also, can there be, I mean, we can bridge energetically, we don't have to talk to people about this, right. But also, if there's not an acknowledgement Mm -hmm. of what's happening, and what has happened, I find that, you know, to me, I don't know how to move forward from that place. Um, it's like, if you're having an argument with someone and 
instead of talking about what actually happened and your feelings and what's going on and, and things that actually happen physically in the world. And you just ignore it and you just say, well, let's just move on. Let's just move on and let's not talk about it or ever think about it again. It's like, well, there's, that's going to fester. That's people mm-hmm. are going to have things unsaid, unheard. Um, there's not an acknowledgement. So I just had this moment of like, there's an elephant that can't even fit in the room, guys. Like it's, it, it you know, yeah. it there's no fit in the fucking room. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's an elephant that some people will never want to, or be able to acknowledge. And that's okay. And there's, there's a deep acceptance of that. However, how much can, you know, and I don't say this to be negative or to say that anything's impossible, just saying when it's not possible on a level of speaking and and the physical material world, then we have to find other ways within ourselves. If we actually want to continue to have, say, a relationship with someone, you know, or not, or even just love them, you know, um, and then, yeah, moving forward, it's this, this whole idea spiritually that, um, you know, we're, there's a splitting happening. There's, mm-hmm. there's an actual splitting happening on our planet, you know, and, and so that's just a, co- a conversation and curiosity I have with myself all the time. And what does that look like with bridging and loving and, you know, this unconditional nature of who and what we are and the infinity, you know, all of this. So these are just questions that are ongoing for me. Yeah, I I understand. I hear you. And I know that anger, too. And I know that wanting to, to be heard and be seen also by somebody who you may not agree with, somebody who means something to you, yeah. somebody who you may mean something to. Mm. And I think that the grief which I could keep coming back to grief as love, right? Just grief is yeah, just love. When you don't is. love, grief is just love. Because when yeah. you don't love, there's nothing here. Like Yeah, if you don't grieve, you're not, you didn't love. <laughs> and um, just this, also the understanding that that grief is experienced by both, by both sides, you know, yeah. in a way. And could that be the bridge? Yeah. That connect, regardless of, the views, the experiences, the acknowledgements. And as you said, this is an ongoing exploration. We it's yeah. it's moment by moment. Yeah. It's interaction by interaction. It's relationship by relationship because it kind of defines itself yeah. as it evolves. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. This is- that no rushing into any healing mm-hmm. that's not ready to be healed and no yeah. pushing and no well, I have to because it's such and such or this or accepting. It's like, just be with yourself and, and yeah. be who you can be and um, do what you can do. Yeah. Say what you, what you feel if you can, you know, what if you, you can, need to say, if you can. Space for that, right? And it's that sensory or that, again, that not being heard, not being seen. Could you find a way to be seen and heard that's maybe not how you thought? Right, but you could still right. it can help you process, and it can still help you, yeah. Just come into that place where somebody actually acknowledges your yeah. experience. Yeah, absolutely. And we did get feedback. I think Liz said this before on another episode that sometimes we're really abstract. <laughs> so I hope that this conversation is um, is hitting for you guys, and you know that you know what we're 
what we're talking about here. Um, and also, I imagine if you're here that you do, but yeah. And I don't think there has ever been a time that we wish to be wrong the most about everything. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling that deeply, like I just wish I'm wrong. Like I wish everything I think it's true is wrong. And so, and what do you mean specifically by that? So that, um, just the way that the world operates, that's now coming to light, mm-hmm. the corruption, the greed, the, um, the heartlessness of it all. And so I'm saying this because we need to also rest in grace because it's not easy to be the one who courageously wants to lift the veils, who wants to look at things, who has that kind of curiosity to just go, wait a minute, what is is that? Oh, and then you just, oh, when you, once the gates are open, you know, it's just, it's a flood. Yeah. Everywhere. And it's pretty much everything we've thought to be true. Possibly there's a different story. And um, though, yeah, holding ourselves in that grace too of that impact because no one is, when I look back, I think some people have it in small doses and they come to different things at different times and they start slowly uh, like a car crash. Yeah. It just rips and everything comes down. And so, yeah. yeah, just just finding grace in ourselves, finding times to integrate it, finding ways to integrate all of that, not rushing through anything. You know, when we talked about, um, we've talked about before, like, or even earlier, like, oh, it comes, there comes a phase where you need to feel like you need to save everybody and you need to do and people need to be aware of that. Just hold yourself in that space when you're in that space, right? And allow for things to keep evolving, to keep moving, because nothing is stagnant. Nothing stays the same. Yeah. And so also knowing that there is something to look forward to, that relief and that, you know, embodiment and just... Hmm. And just holding the vision, you know, that you have for yourself and the world and knowing that just the act of doing that whether you're closing your eyes and, you know, seeing it or you're feeling it or your dream, you're just daydreaming, you're just dreaming, you know, all of these things um, matter, you know, they do, you are powerful, you are so powerful, we are all so powerful. And if you are finding yourself feeling really like confused or not sure what's next for you or not sure how to navigate these times and you would like a really strong container um, to be supported, to be held, to be loved, to be seen and heard and find community that uh, of people that have your heart. Um, Liz and I are, um, yeah, creating something that's coming very soon called Ignite. And we're inviting you, we're inviting you to that space, that very intimate space. We're only holding the space for eight other souls to join us for this one. Um, and it's really, um, yeah, it's really intimate and it's really special. Yeah. It's an invitation for you 
to remember your innate wisdom, to remember how powerful and knowledgeable you are. And um, yeah, help navigate these times. It can be very pressurized and we all feel it in different moments in different ways. And so um, I think the main point to drive from that is that your biggest asset in these times is your alignment. And learning how to tap into that alignment, knowing how to understand and be with it. Not, we haven't been conditioned or supported in that in many ways. So this is a space where you can come experience that and you can build that practice of knowing yourself that deeply. That it's just very easy for you to understand where you are positioning and how something aligns for you or not. And to be yourself fully. Yeah. Yeah. So you can uh, find out more information about that at the sourceconnection.us slash ignite. And Liz and I have a um, a party that we did <laughs> that's up there for you to see. It's only 30 minutes. <laughs> and yeah, uh-huh. you can party. You can find out more. And we promise it's 30 minutes of fun. So yeah, come join us. And we love you guys. Bye.